Next season, when the high school baseball season rolls around, if you get a chance, go to a high school game, stop by the concession stand, get a hot dog, maybe a popcorn and a drink. Just pull up a seat in the stands, either side, home or visitors. Take in the game. Watch the players. Watch the umpires. Watch the coach. And if you get a chance, listen and watch the parents also. Throughout the course of the game, you see strategy. You see players hustling. You see pitchers making pitches. Players making great catches, turning double plays, great at-bats. But if you look a little closer and listen, what you are going to pick up on is there might be a, a parent there that's happy their kid's playing, happy with what the team's doing, happy with the coach. You might see another parent whose kid is not a starter, and they may not be as happy. You look, look a little closer, and you have parents who are second-guessing, fans who are second-guessing what the coach did. Why did he pull that pitcher? Why didn't he bunt in that situation? Why is he starting that player when he should be starting this player? There's a lot that goes into coaching high school baseball. But one thing that you won't see at that field is the fact that they are a fundraiser. A person who has a second job, and that might be as a teacher or working the job as they have as a business. What you don't realize is you also are a secretary. And you have to answer emails. You have to answer to your administrator. A lot goes into coaching high school baseball. And a good portion of that has nothing to do with baseball. It has to do with paperwork. And a lot of coaches are great coaches. And they have to deal with more than just coaching the game of baseball to be a high school baseball coach. On top of that, you got to spend about $200 just to be a coach to complete all the certifications. It's not an easy job to be a high school coach in this country, in this day and age. And on today's episode, I'm going to take you through a situation and I want you to listen till the end and hear the differences between two different coaches and how their careers come to an end next on the Athlete One Podcast. Welcome to the Athlete One Podcast. Veteran high school baseball coach Ken Carpenter takes you into life's classroom as experienced through sports. Go behind the scenes with athletes and coaches as they share great stories, life lessons, and ways to impact others.
This episode of the Athlete One Podcast is powered by the Netting Professionals. They're improving programs one facility at a time. They specialize in the design, fabrication, installation of custom netting for baseball, softball, and this includes backstops, batting cages, BP turtles, and screens, ball carts, and so much more. They can also design and install graphic wall padding, windscreen, turf, turf protectors, dugout benches, and cubbies. The netting pros also work with football, soccer, lacrosse, and golf courses. Call them today at 844-620-2707 or info at nettingpros.com. You can visit them online at www.nettingpros.com or check out Netting Pros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn for all their latest products and projects. Hello and welcome to the Athlete One Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Carpenter, and today on episode 54, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball. And the first thing I want to let you know is there is no guest today. The next topic I want to address is the past two episodes with the Georgia Tech head strength and conditioning coach, Louis Corrala, and the episode prior to that one with Dan McGinnis, who's in charge of all umpires for the state of Ohio. I want to apologize to them and to you, the listener, for the audio quality. I It wasn't up to standard, and I believe I've got things worked out with my with the Squadcast group to improve the, the audio quality, and I want to apologize to both those two guests and to my listeners, and I, I hope you accept my apology, and I, I'm going to do everything work to work and make it better. Finally, I'd like to address the two people who agreed to be earlier guests when I first started out in the podcasting world, and they were on episodes number one and episode number four. These two guests, I had an opportunity to coach against both of them. One I got a chance to coach with, Both have won state championships in the state of Ohio, and they played integral parts in helping nearly 100 players advance to play baseball at the college level. They have had players drafted by the MLB. They've had nearly 1,000 combined wins and over 50-plus years of coaching high school baseball. They've went out of their way to play the toughest schedules that they could put together. They assembled coaching staffs that were highly highly qualified and cared. And that's the key right there. They, They cared. They spent their adult life trying to make someone else's kid a better baseball player, but more importantly, a better young man. Their former players, they come back to visit them, and they also like to check out what type of team the coach is going to be putting out on the field this coming season. When you go back and you talk to these coaches, which I had an opportunity to do on the podcast, but they are both good friends, and when you talk to them about their career, 
they're proud of their state titles, league titles, and all the different things that happened to you as a coach going through the process of being a high school baseball coach. But what is, to me, is the most important is the relationships and how these two coaches talked about their previous players, their current players, their coaching staff, the opposing coaches and umpires, and even the supportive parents. To me, when I started this podcast, the one thing that jumped out to me is all these great coaches talk about the relationships they have with those people. These coaches held players accountable. They challenged them to be their best and to be model students and represent not only the team, their parents, and the school the best way they could. They even raised their sons who played for them and went on to play in college. They were devoted to their family. They spent years working on their fields while the basketball coach went in and flipped on the lights, rolled out the balls. The football coach had either a turf field or an AD who painted the lines and put yard markers down. Anybody that's coached high school baseball and doesn't have a turf field, you know what a high school coach has to do every day to make that field playable and presentable for games and practices. Both of these coaches, Hall of Fame coaches here in the state of Ohio, Excuse me for the paper ruffling, but I want to make sure I get this right. Their careers are what every young coach would hope to somehow achieve when they start out as a young coach. Their story careers ended with fanfare, well wishes, great write-ups in local media. Social media celebrated and lit up with these two coaches. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Not exactly. In a perfect world, that would be the case. This past season, both coaches' seasons came to an abrupt end. They fell short of the ultimate goal of winning a state tournament title. Chris Kazmar is one of the coaches I'm talking about. He's the head coach well, I guess I should say the retired head coach at Walsh Jesuit High School. He announced before the season that this would be his final season. An end to one of the greatest coaching careers put together by a high school coach here in the state of Ohio. The other coach was Chris Huseman, head coach at Dublin Jerome High School. His career ended with an email telling him his contract would not be renewed. That's right. You heard me correct. He received that message in an email. For a coach who started the program when the school opened in 2004, instead of congratulating texts and tweets, the shock coach spent the next several days answering why and what happened. 
I'll be the first coach to tell you that no one is perfect. He coached his teams hard. He raised his voice when he needed to. He pushed his players to be the best. And on top of all that, he had a great sense of humor. He stood up for his team and his program and was the architect to one of the premier fields and hitting facilities in the whole state of Ohio. This past season, excuse me, season, his coaching staff consisted of a pitching coach named Dave Malecki, 10 years in Major League Baseball with the Mets and the Cleveland Indians. His hitting coach was Mike Lockwood, a former Buckeye legend and a player who made it as high as AAA with the Oakland A's and the Boston Red Sox. Colin Seeley, a former player of Dublin Jerome, who was a captain. Shamel Chaudhary, a young coach who teaches in a building, and myself. And I've been fortunate enough to win 300 baseball games in high school in Ohio, but due to health issues, I volunteered to be a scorekeeper and a stat guy. All Coach Huseman wanted to do was to coach two more years and retire, similar to Coach Kazmar. As always, thanks again for listening to the Athlete One podcast. If you agree or disagree with my thoughts on baseball and the coaching in today's society, Feel free to reach out on at Athlete One Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow, and if you get a chance, rate the show. We love to re- receive feedback and improve what we're doing here at the Athlete One Podcast. If you're getting ready for next season, please check out the Netting Professionals. They're improving programs one facility at a time, and you can contact them today at 844-620-2707 or info at nettingpros.com. You can visit them online at www.nettingpros.com and you can also follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn for all their latest products and projects.